welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is Tuesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good things come, Grant that we, who call on you in our need, may at your prompting discern what is right, and by your guidance do it. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of the Kings. The stream in the place where Elijah lay hidden dried up, for the country had no rain. And then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Up and go to Zarephath, a Sidonian town, and stay there. I have ordered a widow there to give you food. So he went off to Sidon. And when he reached the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Addressing her, he said, Please bring me a little water in a vessel for me to drink. She was setting off to bring it when he called after her, Please, he said, bring me a scrap of bread in your hand. As the Lord your God lives, she replied, I have no baked bread, but only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am just gathering a stick or two to go and prepare this for myself and my son to eat, and then we shall die. But Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you have said. But first make a little scone of it for me, and bring it to me, and then make some for yourself and for your son. For thus the Lord speaks, the God of Israel, Jar of meal shall not be spent, jug of oil shall not be emptied, before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. The woman went and did as Elijah told her, and they ate the food, she, himself, and her son. The jar of meal was not spent, nor the jug of oil emptied, just as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, let your face shine on us. Lord, let your face shine on us. When I call, answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you released me. Have mercy and hear me. O men, how long will your hearts be closed? 
where you love what is futile and seek what is false. Lord, let your face shine on us. It is the Lord who grants favours to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. Fear him, do not sin. Ponder on your bed and be still. Lord, let your face shine on us. What can bring us happiness, many say. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. You have put into my heart a great joy. Then they have from abundance of corn and new wine. Lord, let your face shine on us. Alleluia, alleluia. Let your face shine before all, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt becomes tasteless, what can make it salty again? It is good for nothing and can only be thrown out to be trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hilltop cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp to put it under a tub. They put it on the lampstand where it shines for everyone in the house. In the same way, your light must shine in the sight of men, so that, seeing your good works, they may give the praise to your Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, we're kicking on with the Sermon on the Mount. And here Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. Nice. Okay, what does that mean? Well, I mean, salt serves to give flavor to food. And, you know, in speaking to his disciples who are gathered around him in Galilee, he declares that they're the ones who need to bring savour to the world. They're the ones who need to bring flavour. I mean, if you've been following MasterChef, um, you don't put enough salt in your food, you're going to be in the black apron, right? The flavour of food is enhanced by the presence of salt. And so the disciples of Christ are the ones to bring new seasoning into the world. But the funny thing is, is that most often, us Christians, we're thought to be dull. And the church, you know, widely in the public square is considered as a a wet blanket. You know, Christians are boring killjoys and they certainly don't know how to take a joke. So what's the source of flavour for our world? Where do we turn to for spice? Well, I, I suppose these days we tend to turn to celebrity lifestyle for zest and zing. You know, the ins and outs of who's dating and who's divorcing, the highs and lows of who's addicted to what and how much weight is gained and lost. But if we take a moment to examine what's being presented to us on magazine covers and tabloid news sources, this something really boring and repetitive about the dramas of lives that are given over to selfishness and pleasure. Ironically, sin is tragically predictable. The behaviour of an addict is boring because it's always the same. There's nowhere for something new to break in. I suppose we don't think about it too often, but, but sin is so dull. It always pulls us in the same direction and it's down. So where do we find the flavour of life, the true joy of living? How can something new and unexpected break into our lives? Well, who are the ones 
who truly brings savour to the world, a flavour that's beyond the mere repetition of the predictable Hollywood headlines. Christ tells us it's his followers. It's the saints, the salt of the earth. The ones who pepper the world are the ones who le- whose lives are marked by grace and radical discipleship with the Lord. You know, the life of a saint, it's no longer preoccupied by the burdens of status and pride and the burning desire for wealth or pleasure. And this makes them daring and unpredictable. You know, one day St. Philip Neri shaved off half his beard and walking around Rome, he declared that he was starting a new fashion. This is the freedom of a humble saint who isn't burdened by the opinions of others. It's the demands of pride that make us awfully predictable and, and dull. But a saint will surprise you by turning the other cheek when struck. A saint will forgive 70 times 7 times rather than bear a grudge. A saint will love even his enemies and will do so in heroic ways. A saint will communicate God's grace to the world and proclaim freedom from the drudgery and slavery to the ego. The script of the sinner is easily written because the motivation is always tied to a passion that owns them. The secret of the saint's joy is that he's profoundly discovered that his life isn't about himself. The saint lives his or her life for Christ and consequently is freed from the preoccupations that weigh down the rest of us. The saint knows that he or she is called to be salt to the earth because salt isn't for itself. The purpose of salt is found outside of itself. It's to give flavour to something else, to preserve something else. In In the same way, the saint has discovered that his or her life is for something else and is shaped by the gospel and led by Christ. This person brings flavour to the world, something new, something life-giving and unexpected. And as disciples of Christ, this is our vocation, and it's also our joy. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. 
Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test. And deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.